Argus Media, this is Driving Discussions, a podcast series focusing on the forces that affect road fuels globally. Greetings and salutations once again. I'm Argus's U.S. Gulf Coast Blend Stocks reporter, Jason Metko. And on this edition, we feature the return of our senior U.S. Atlantic Coast distillate reporter, Craig Ross, with our chat today focusing on exploring a new normal within the market. And we started our chat this time around with a little bit of background on that definition, which we are finding to be used quite frequently these days in various aspects of our world. I've been chatting with traders over this last week, and the reoccurring theme that really seems to be coming up here is, what is this new normal going to look like? As we're transitioning into these spring and summer seasons, we typically see reduced diesel demand as we go into the warmer temps. Um, and on the on one side, that is a pattern that we're seeing again this year, right? The, the retreating diesel prices and heating well prices in relation to the advancement towards the warmer summer months, where the shift for gasoline uh, results in higher gasoline prices and, and lower diesel prices. What we don't have is a historical price reference. Obviously, last year, with the onset of the Russia-Ukraine war, we saw a massive spike in the demand for diesel, uh, which resulted in the underlying futures contract being abnormally high. This began, obviously, in late February, but it extended all the way through to the summer, where during the summertime, where typically diesel futures prices are lower, last year over the summer, diesel futures was trading at decades-long highs. As a result of the Russian exports drying up due to the impending sanctions, and as a result of, of Russia's pipeline being shut off to the Western European supplies, the demand spikes as Europe was looking to meet their, their impending winter supplies meant that Europeans or Western Europe was looking at a more global source to absorb these barrels, and therefore they were they were taking some barrels that were initially probably going to be earmarked to reach the U.S. shores. As we talked about, the warmer temps in winter was fortuitous; it provided a buffer not just for Europe but also here for the U.S., where the projected supply shortfalls weren't as severe as they initially anticipated, and that meant that the U.S. was able to resupply its own shortfalls. Um, For example, in February of this year, imports of distillate fuel oil, including ultra-low sulfur diesel, ultra-low sulfur heating oil, imports of these fuels into Pad 1, the Atlantic coast, hit 17-year highs at around 665,000 barrels per day during the first week of February. Those imports coincided at a time where freight rates from the United Kingdom coastline to the Atlantic coast were at multi, if not a couple year lows. And so it incentivized incentivized people to put barrels onto a vessel and send them to the Atlantic coast. And it allowed us to, you know, again, meet some of our our short supplies that we were experiencing at the time. So last year's price indications aren't a great reflection of where prices should be at any relevant point in time because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. However, if we extend beyond that, if we go back, you know, three to four years, well, now we're met with the exact opposite, where we, we fall into the COVID-related demand destruction. 
that saw the same NYMEX diesel futures prices tumble to decade-long lows. And so if you're looking at this period of the last three to four years, instead of seeing reliable price metrics that can be used as an indicator, what you're seeing more often is now an outlier. Prices are still relevant, but you can't look at them as, as what is you know, kind of like a seasonal norm. The markets have really been whipsawed over the last you know, three to four years. And so what, what we see here last year, we have the Russia-Ukraine conflict that resulted in massive backwardation in the markets, particularly on the East Coast. That meant, you know, backwardation is not going to incentivize production and it's not going to incentivize people to, you know, to, to, to put barrels into storage. If the product that you're putting into storage is only going to be worth less money the longer you store it, it's, 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 it's not going to incentivize you know, that route to be taken. However, the, the COVID-related demand destruction was the opposite end of the spectrum. Diesel futures during 2021, a big part of diesel futures during 2020, were trading at less than a dollar a gallon between April and May, and as well as into June. And so the issue that this brings is that the U.S. looks at ultra-low sulfur diesel prices as a measurement of both domestic U.S. economy as well as a global, as well as an indication of the global economy. And if these prices are no longer reliable, that are viewed as outliers. You know, how far back do we need to go? to look at these price metrics as an indication of our overall economic health. And a lot of traders already feel like the volatility that we're seeing in diesel prices is already an indication of what the economy is going to be doing in the coming weeks and months. A couple more moments with our senior U.S. Atlantic Coast distillate reporter, Craig Ross, here on Driving Discussion. When it comes to supply averages specifically, are we seeing a new pattern to establish a new benchmark for regional inventories? Well, we're certainly seeing things have changed in the last coming years, as we've talked about. One, one thing we need to realize is that the East Coast, the Atlantic Coast, it is a, a much less developed, it has a much less developed refinery infrastructure as, say, the Gulf Coast. And so the Atlantic Coast is much more driven by imports um, and supplies that are coming into the country, both barrels to the water, as well as barrels that are shipped via pipelines, such as the colonial offline barrels coming up from the U.S. Gulf Coast into, into the Northeast. Now, on the one hand, we have seen overall Chinese demand has weakened in the past weeks. And so potentially there is still enough market share that can be sourced to the Atlantic coast due to the lower demand in Asia. But what we also need to consider is that, you know, as we're in turnaround season, these refineries are going offline due to planned maintenance. And not only do they have to meet the, the lower output during these, the, these, the planned maintenance work, but often is the case with these giant chemistry sets. When they do come back online, there are some unexpected hiccups that can make themselves known. And the impacts of that is, is a further drop in production for an undetermined amount of time. And unfortunately, that is just the ripple effect throughout the supply chain. And on a market like the Atlantic coast that relies on imports, that relies on barrels shipped via pipeline, uh, by the time it reaches us, those effects are further amplified, meaning greater volatility in the differential markets on the Atlantic coast. Now, what that means for supplies, East Coast supplies of distillate fuel oil, which include ultra-low sulfur diesel and ultra-low sulfur heating oil. Since January through mid-April of this year, 
according to the most recent EIA report. Our ending stockpiles have averaged around 32.5 million barrels as a weekly average. That is almost unchanged from the same period last year. So for 2022, beginning of January through mid-April, I believe we were around 32.3 million barrels on a weekly average. So stockpiles are, are unseasonably low. If we go back two years, the same period between January and mid-April, ending stockpiles for DISTI was around 40% higher at over 52 million barrels. So, you know, on the one hand, supplies are still very low, although we are heading into the warmer summer months. So whether that's going to provide some sort of an offset into the market remains to be seen. But traders are certainly going to be keeping an eye on imports and availability and what it's going to mean week to week in the markets as we progress further into summer. Sounds like we need to talk to you again in the summertime, Craig. I think it sounds like a great idea. He is a wealth of information, Craig Ross, our senior U.S. Atlantic Coast Distillate reporter. Craig, as always, we appreciate it, and we will catch up in the summertime, my friend. Thanks. I look forward to it, Jason. Thank you. We always do appreciate Craig's contributions to the series. And with that, another edition of Driving Discussions, a production of Argus Media, has come to a conclusion. A friendly reminder to check out the previous episodes in our series, and for more information on our overall coverage of global refined products, make sure you visit argusmedia.com forward slash oil dash products.